0: Welcome to Season 4, Episode 66 of Brody Sports Talk. My name is Derek Rusnick, and I am your humble host for this episode. We all know that the NFL is perfect. The greatest game known to man. But what if it was a little bit better? So, on this episode, we're going to talk about how Caleb wants to change the NFL. These are direct commandments. Uh, from him that he's going to lay down that uh, says, hey, owners, pardon me, hey, other owners, because he's the owner of the Packers, "Um, we're going to change these things, and we're going to make the game better. You listened to mine a couple weeks back. The NFL owners listened to mine a couple weeks back, and guess what? They've already implemented one of my changes just this week. So, Caleb, um, I, I I would like to introduce you to Caleb Walgren, my uh, the, the founder of Brody Sports Talk and one of the smartest men that I know. I want you to start off and tell me how you're going to change the NFL.
1: Well, I'm getting some of the simple stuff out of the way here, Derek. But the first thing we're going to do is cancel the Pro Bowl. No what? one cares. No one likes it. Let's you know. Let's get these people closer to the off season and we're going to also get rid of that week between championship week and the Super Bowl. We're just going to basically put the pedal to the metal and be like, "Hey, what's up? <laughs> you enjoyed Championship Sunday? Now we're coming to Super Bowl Sunday." And we're just going to invite the chaos that that will bring. I'm here for it. I think that it will be awesome, and I would love to just see the Pro Bowl go away. Um Like, I don't need to see Tyler Huntley playing flag football for two hours on my TV. Um, I tried, and it was not fun. I also don't need to see people trying to do skill challenges that they've never attempted before in their lives. Please stop. Uh, Derek, any comments? Yeah,
0: okay, so I do only have one issue with that. Um, I... (sighs) So, you want to get rid of the week as well. Um, So, between the conference championships and the Super Bowl, what about those teams that... I'm flexible
1: on it. I'm flexible on it. Yeah, so,
0: can we do something else that week to give those two teams the ability to rest a little bit? Because I think coming off a playoff run, um, you know, some teams, they have that first round by Chiefs every year. Um, But uh, do you think we could... Do something in that stead, maybe a Lincoln Douglas style debate um, with uh, two of the like, I'm sure uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick can probably come. He, he's from Harvard. Can we do something that would uh, would enlighten us intellectually, um, but also give those two teams the ability to have a week off to rest?
1: So I think if we're going to do that, what I would want to open it up to is. Some sort of all sports weekend where we basically get a NFL basketball game, an NFL baseball or softball game between teams, because you know that those players can hit it deep. You know, I want to see players playing a sport. I don't want to see. This random half field. Not really football stuff. If I'm going to see football players, I at least want to see them doing something that is more fun and more competitive than whatever the Pro Bowl is.
0: What about an exhibition between the XFL champion from the previous year and the USFL champion from the previous year?
1: I, I would be okay with that. Well. If you want to give them the week, you can give them the week. I think in general, I just we got to get the Pro Bowl out of there, and and it's not going to be messed. That's a, that's good idea.
0: I uh, approved. Let's. Uh, I, I've got the crayon out. I've got the uh, the torn piece of paper. We're we're taking notes for the other NFL owners.
1: All right. Next thing on the list. We are changing all of the fields to grass fields instead of turf. And this goes for the regular fields and any practice facilities. People are less likely to tear their ACLs on grass. Science has proven it. NFL owners make a lot of money. I have ways in a minute or two that are going to make them even more money. Uh, they have plenty to do this. So make sure you get your lawn crew paid for. They're going to have a lot of work because you're not going to have turf anymore. If you're somewhere up north that has a dome and you're going to have some issues with this, I'm sorry, Vikings, Colts, Lions. You're going to have to figure it out. So (laughs) there's other ways to do it. You got to figure out a way to have grass.
0: Okay, so why does the city have to pay for this? Because every time that we have improvements to stadiums, the uh, the city always picks up the bill or the 49ers are going to leave town. Uh, so how do we avoid that?
1: So in this, because the stadium shouldn't have to change, uh-huh. they should be able to just switch out what is in the field and not actually rebuild the stadium. So they should be able to just update the grass and get it to grow there. Uh, You know, if you do it right after your season ends, you have eight months of growing in the stadium before you need to switch it, have the turf, the grass be really good. So you have a lot of time for those seeds to kick in.
0: Okay. Okay. I am going to pull out the green crayon for grass and write that one down. What do we have next?
1: So I probably started with a couple of singles here and now I'm going to go big because I'm going to start NFL expansion and Derek, the cost for this NFL expansion is going to cost potential owners 8 billion for this team that has never existed. Okay. And I'm going to add eight teams to the NFL. What? Yes. So the NFL is getting an influx of $64 billion so that they can get more games, more TV revenue, more stadium revenue, more everything. Grass. And this is going to also go international. Would you like to know, and because of this, I have to realign, so things are shaking up all over the place. Uh, what, would you like for me to go through who the new teams are first? Oh, would yes, you want me to go please. through where they're at first? Okay.
0: I want to I know the cities that they are in first.
1: All right. So I did the cities, and I did give them a nickname just to make it uh, easier to call them by that, because some of this is not as easy to say. But okay. we are going international, but we're staying within North America, Derek. Okay. Uh, I did not go to Europe for this, but I am starting with the Mexico City Miners. They're okay. We're going south of the border. It's one of the largest cities in North America. They play games there pretty regularly. We just need to be able to incorporate it in central time zone. Get it. Road trip to Mexico every year, uh, get an influx of money going that way, I think would be a good time. Uh, Staying with my international teams, that is not the only team going south of the border. I'm also getting a team that I have dubbed the Tijuana Tacklers. Uh, San Diego may not have a team anymore, but they can go, instead of going up and supporting one of those LA teams, they can go south of the border and support the tacklers. Yes, I know it's a generic nickname. It's still better than commanders and. The Texans. better name
0: than the Texans.
1: (laughs) So Tijuana tacklers, Mexico city miners are south of the border. Okay. That's Um, two. That's two. I did go north of the border as well. Okay. For another two. Okay. Uh, with all apologies to baseball fans, the Montreal Expos. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, that's salty. And uh, the Toronto Tarantulas. Okay. Gotta have some of that Canadian money coming into the league and find a way to get them involved. And with that, there's only four spots left in the U.S. that are getting teams. Okay, One is San Antonio, uh, the San Antonio Swords.
0: Swords, cool.
1: And staying close by, Uh the Austin Antelopes are are getting their own franchise as well. Okay. So they say everything's bigger in Texas. Texas is going to then all of a sudden have four NFL franchises. Okay. It'll be crazy, but it'll be fun. Yeah. The last two... One of them, you were probably going to accuse me of being a homer. I'm putting in the Oklahoma City 89ers. We are one of the largest U.S. markets that does not have an NFL team. Okay. And I felt like it just made more sense here than, like, I saw, like, Memphis. And I'm like, Memphis is not that far from Nashville. Like, I I don't need to give them their, a separate team from the Titans. Plus, the Titans are already the Tennessee Titans. They're not the Nashville Titans. So I I gave us a team brought back the old 89ers nickname because okay. I love the land run and heck we have a 49er 89er game. That would just be a lot of fun. Yeah. The uh, last but not least needed to get another team up in that Pacific Northwest. The okay. Portland pioneers are okay. joining the league.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Derek. Derek uh what name do you hate the most <laughs> and do you feel like i snubbed a city that i probably should have included somewhere
0: um okay so the i like the two away from the uh the usa the the uh, mexico city miners and the toronto tarantulas um great names Uh, great. I mean, I I think you can get a lot of uh, traction with that. A lot of merch sales. So, uh, I don't know about adding more Texas teams, but it would also be really good for the fans who could definitely uh, go to a lot of away games.
1: That's true. Yeah. I mean, when I was looking, San Antonio or Austin are two large U.S. markets that just don't have NFL teams and I th- there's so much passion for football down there. Uh, okay. Plus if it makes there be less Cowboy fans in the world, it's really not that bad of an idea. So uh, <laughs> l- let me go ahead. Uh, I'm just going to give you a quick breakdown, Derek, of how okay. I did the divisions on this. Okay. Um, the new one. In- so I stayed four teams a division. So we have a new division in both okay. the AFC and the NFC. Some teams okay. switch sides. So, okay Uh, afc east patriots bills tarantulas expos
0: okay we're
1: getting those two canadian teams in with the patriots and bills snow almost guaranteed as often as possible (laughs) in that area okay uh the updated nfc east is giants jets eagles and steelers Okay. AKA the Jersey, Pennsylvania region.
0: Connection. Yeah. Yeah. That area right there.
1: Okay. In the AFC South, (laughs) it's basically completely different. I did the Commanders, the Ravens, the Panthers, and the Falcons. Okay. And in the NFC South, I had the Dolphins, Jaguars, Buccaneers, and Saints. aka Florida okay. and New Orleans.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, that, that area down there. Gulf maybe Gulf Division, something like that. Okay. Yeah. I could see it.
1: Um in the AFC North, I have the Bengals, the Browns, the Titans, and the Lions.
0: Oh, okay. Tell me and what you're the, gonna name I, that one.
1: Um I I don't know for sure. Maybe uh, Okay.
0: Okay, I dig it. I can see it.
1: Plus, we've got the country music, and we've got the rock and roll Hall of Fame. Uh, maybe we could call it the music because we got Motown. We've got Cincinnati there. I don't, I don't, I don't know what Cincinnati okay. does with music, but we can figure some good nicknames out. out for these. Yeah. yeah, and then in the NFC North, it's still Vikings, Packers, and Bears, but they get the Colts. <laughs> okay, of course. They got rid of the Lions to so the AFC North, and they got the Colts okay um then in the NFC central, nfc central it is okay the aforementioned texan texan teams the cowboys texans swords and antelopes all are in a division against each other okay in the afc central it is the miners the 89ers the chiefs and the broncos
0: Okay, so the Miners, the Chiefs, the Broncos, and who's the other one?
1: The Oklahoma City team, the 89ers. Okay, okay yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Now you're just going to break my heart because <laughs> I root for do I root for our Denver Broncos or do I root for our 89ers? That's rude. Okay.
1: Well, I mean, you at least would get to go to 89ers Broncos game pretty much That's every true. year. So yeah. win-win right there. Certainly. Uh, the updated West divisions, uh, NFC West, I went uh, Seahawks, Pioneers, 49ers, and Raiders. Uh-huh. And in the AFC West, it is Cardinals, Rams, Chargers, and the Tacklers down in Tijuana. Okay. I don't think that they're horrible, but in general, we're still sticking with a 17-game schedule. So you play your six divisional games, mm-hmm. two cross divisions, which is eight games, And then if you finish in the same place in the same conference, you play the other three teams in your division or in your conference. Okay. Derek, this is big expansion, big changes across the NFL. Yeah. Love it. Hate it. What are your thoughts here? Because this is, this is big. I'm basically getting every NFL team $2 billion from expansion.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. I want to make sure that um, we don't water down the product. But I think in five or ten years, it'll be like those teams have always existed. Because we've had, you know, the Houston Texans come in to the league in the last 25 years. We've had the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Carolina Panthers in the last 30 years-ish. Um, you know, like they uh they made themselves known pretty quickly um so i think uh, adding some some more teams now you know like having some rivals uh you know leave and uh, you know not having the chargers there anymore um and you know i think you should just burn the raiders let's just let's just cut that team um and and you know Something to else be, with them? I don't know.
1: To be fair, Derek, when I looked, I had accidentally typed the Rams in both of those divisions and I couldn't okay. figure out where I didn't have the Raiders. I was like, I don't have the Raiders anywhere, but I don't know that Derek's gonna hate that. But I,
0: I'm not going I was like,
1: I've I've at least gotta find them so that they can go 0 and 17 possibly. So
0: that's true. Yeah, I uh I don't I don't have uh significant issues with with it. Um I don't, you know, I see that it, you know, could work. Certainly, uh, certainly could work. Um, Let's hope that uh, the owners meetings go well and they, uh, that we can expand. I think, I think expansion is really good.
1: It would definitely be a a big change. Like it's probably the biggest impact of things that I have here, but uh, I've got some more. So, okay, uh, are you ready for the next one, Derek? Let's go. So, I think the NFL basically needs to create a developmental league. So, uh, the NBA, I think it's called the developmental league now. It used to be called the G League or all sorts of random other things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm making a spring developmental league. Okay. Where players can go. And they have the option of going there straight out of high school. If you are a player okay. who couldn't get drafted, you could get drafted and basically be a part of the Spring League for a few years until you can actually be on your NFL roster. And mm-hmm. the other people that go out there are basically like practice squad guys. Uh, you get practice yeah. squad guys from different teams, get them some more exposure get them built up people that didn't you know maybe were on an original 90 man roster but didn't quite make it during the cutdowns get them picked up on these developmental leagues so that they can go ahead and have a chance for the following year plus if you're let's let's say like just known stars let's say Trevor Lawrence never wanted to go to Clemson he could basically be like you know what I'm getting uh, making myself eligible for the draft get drafted, play three years in the developmental league, and then go basically be already set up to be on a pro team, like uh, a little bit more NBA draft ish where you can kind of draft someone and keep them stashed on a team for a while. Uh, And and with that theme and being a spring league, this developmental league is going to be in Europe, Derek. Uh, Oh, so this is how, you know, I didn't put any European teams in with the expansion, but they're getting the Mm. developmental league where you're still going to see a lot of good talent. It just may not be the best talent. Um, i looked at some of the teams where NFL Europe had been before. I kind of Mm -hmm. went with an eight man or an eight team league. Mm
0: -hmm. And I
1: did, uh, Amsterdam, Barcelona, Berlin, Dublin, London, Paris, Rome, and Stockholm because I'm Swedish and I had to have a Swedish team in there because, uh, you know, those players can go get c- contracts with Ikea, like get you that know. Ikea c- money uh, and then come back uh, to the U S and start starring those Ikea commercials. When you come back, be like, man, I love Sweden. Ikea is the best. Um, it will also
0: save us a lot of money with the universal health care that Europe <laughs> has that, that's uh, very true. You know, Those concussions.
1: <laughs> um, So the other thing is, uh, with that rule, like I said, you could go straight out of high school, but it's basically the baseball rule. Like, if you go to college, you're going to be at college for three years. So if you go to this developmental league, you could get called up sooner, but basically the team has the right to keep you there for at least three years and then call you up if they want. Um, Because at some point, some of the players that we've seen in college have been pro-ready. And name, image, and likeness is great. But the NFL is basically going to find a way to get their piece of the pie off of that. Get some of that international money because it's going to be in Europe. And like, I kind of picture a way where you're doing this, where you kind of have like some of those coaches that just aren't going to get hired as head coaches anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe like Jim Caldwell, who's an advisor on a team right now like he could be a head coach over there like everyone respects jim caldwell so that kind of concept and basically you're also taking down these other leagues like if like would you rather be on a developmental league roster that is tied to nfl opinions over there in europe pre draft or would you rather be on a XFL or USFL roster?
0: That's it's a gonna really vary. good
1: point. It's yeah. going to vary, but I think in general the NFL is basically saying, "Look, y'all think you can make money off of this? We're going to make money off of this, and if so the NFL has their name on it, second. then I think the other leagues are going to struggle."
0: So, are we talking about? So you're in high school. You're six, seven. 355 you're a really great offensive lineman as all great offensive linemen are and so you sign with a developmental league um so someone has your rights to that okay and how long do you have to be in the developmental league before you can come over to the like do you have to spend three years over there like you, you have to be out of high school for three years like you are in college or can you be called up in your second year
1: I, I'm basically saying you can be called up if the team wants to, okay. but the most time that you would spend over there if you went straight to the developmental league is three years. Okay. Um, and the way that I'm thinking about it, with it being a spring league, Derek, is that it would basically, you could, would choose. So there's a possibility that you aren't on signed with someone yet. Like someone yeah. during like signing day could say, I'm going to the developmental league and get like a a random hat and be like hey i'm I'm signing over there and then be eligible for the draft still that following year um okay you have options okay. basically
0: yeah if, no i uh, i see where you're coming from <sighs> okay i'll it's a bit uh, chaotic
1: it's a bit chaotic yeah but you know me, Derek. I, uh... I like to embrace the chaos and just kind of let crazy things happen.
0: More football is best. So I think that uh, that you're probably right on that one. Do you have any other ideas that you want to shoot out to our, our listening audience?
1: So the next one that I have is a little bit weird, but I am going with a sort of, I called it a seven-on-seven seven World Cup uh, every four years, basically trying to get more international flair and international feel for the game going.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, it probably sounds silly. But do you know what else sounded silly, Derek? The, the really? 92 Olympics men's, the 92 Olympic U.S. men's basketball team. <laughs> they, they were so it's... freaking good compared to everyone else. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even funny. They they were called the dream team. They destroyed everyone. But what it did was it got this on the international radar to where we have so much more international talent coming into the NBA 30 years later than we do now. Yeah. This is an eye for the future. It's how do we get some football talent developed in some of these other countries? And so we're keeping it a little bit simpler with seven on seven instead of it being the full game. Mm-hmm. But the other part of that is, I want to see them announce who's making the u s. seven on seventeen. Like okay. let's say it's a fifteen man roster. You're playing seven on or like a twenty man roster because you got to have offense and defense. Like, how do you decide who's playing quarterback to represent the United States True. in a seven on seven camp? Like, it's going to get tricky.
0: Well, and that's, like, <laughs> that's the other question is, do you have, because, uh, I mean, other than pre in the last couple of years, your best seven on seven quarterback would have been Trevor Lawrence because he did a lot of seven on seven drills. He's been to a lot of camps like that versus you might say an Aaron Rodgers or someone or a Tom Brady. Well, they're the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, but they're not playing the same game. Uh, it's kind of like the FIBA rules in basketball versus the NBA rules. Um, you know, your best your best uh, seven on seven quarterback would have been a CJ Stroud uh, within the last couple of years. I'm trying to remember um, who I saw on the Trent Dilfer camps. Uh, but yeah, they play a lot of those uh, seven on seven uh, drills and. Um, it's not the same as, as a game of football and probably doesn't translate as well.
1: And and if nothing else, like I said, it's more of a, how do we get other countries thinking and developing more of an official football program, you know, because the teams may not be that great the first time, Mm -hmm. but if you can get like a German team or you get a team of guys from Africa and you get them to where they're learning and developing some of those skills more. It can really boom down the line, and that would be awesome.
0: Yeah, Uh, I will um, draw. I I will put this in seven bullet points on our piece of paper here as a seven-on-seven World Cup.
1: So the next one that I have is a NFL draft lottery, Derek. Mm -hmm. And can I tell you what I think is the spiciest thing about the way I want to do an NFL draft lottery?
0: Muy caliente.
1: If we do an NFL draft lottery the way that I'm drawing it up,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: only the division loser is in the draft lottery. So. Spicy. And if it was the way that it was last year, the Colts could not get the number one pick. Yeah. The Raiders couldn't have gotten the number one pick. Mm Mm-hmm. And like the Falcons could have at seven and 10 being in last in the (laughs) NFC South where there was three teams that were seven and 10. Mm -hmm. Like it would have been a little bit bit chaotic, but I think it's a way to say, look, you may be in a tough division, but we're going to at least put and I, I think you only put like the top three spots up for grabs and then you still reset it the rest of the way that, that you have it today. But if you're the worst in your division, you need a chance at improving your team down the line. You, you, you're saying there's a chance like uh, somewhere uh, like during the NFL combine, they do the, the NFL draft lottery. Where it's like, oh, this is the team that's going to have the number one overall pick. Like we don't even know, like when they're starting their workouts. Like these players are going to have to be like, man, I don't know, I gotta show up well to all of these interviews because I I don't know who's going to be drafting at the top of the draft for sure. And it just makes it a little bit more high variance, uh, and it at least eliminates. A slight tanking issue.
0: so would you have eight teams in the lottery? all um, the eight lowest teams, like the the loser of the uh, <clears throat> broncos uh, of the of each division. And so if would you have like what they do with the uh, with the NBA lottery? <laughs> Um, the team, if they go 0-17, they have better odds than someone who is like a, a six and eleven Washington commanders.
1: Yeah, I think that I haven't done the exact math on how I okay. want the odds to work out, but I do think um it's not like the bottom three are the same percentage and then everyone else it tears down. I don't know exactly how I'm doing it. Okay. But I also like While Justin Fields was fun, I don't know that a lot of people enjoyed seeing the Bears trade off their defensive stars and lose their final 10 games of the season, basically trying to get up to the number one draft pick. Yeah. Like, if they could have looked at the division and gone, well, the Vikings, Lions, and Packers are clearly going to finish ahead of us. We're going to be in the lottery anyway. Like, yeah. We can still go out there and at least try um okay i, I think I, that's i just a, that's want a t- teams to try more often yeah
0: that's a that's a tentative can do i think we need a little bit more uh thought on like cuz if we have the top 3 spots really good idea um and so if your team is you know if you don't don't get chosen as one of those top 3 then it goes to your record after that yeah. So you know, if you have the Commanders, Broncos, and Cardinals, they win the top three spots, but they still won like four or five games. And then you have the o and, uh Seventeen Detroit Lions, uh, and number four, there would probably be some uproar um, because of what we've had in the past. But I think it'd be fun. I think you'd you'd uh, you would have some some. Higher play because it wouldn't matter because you're in the lottery, you're not. Uh, you're, there's a shot you can get the number one seed, whether you are a six win a six win team or a one win team.
1: Yeah, I mean the other the other way that I would consider doing it, which would be way messier, is that you say. Here's where your draft spot would be. This is how much money that person is supposed to make. And you basically have a free agency period where you say, all right, go get your players. And if they want that bigger money, they got to go to the worst team. But maybe they don't want to go to the worst team. But I think that the NFL would never do that because they need more of the parity. And the owners like having a little bit more control than that. Okay. Uh, are you ready for my last two? Uh, I, where I, I... I, I've got a, I've got some changes to make for kickers. Uh, one that they will love and one that they might love as well. Um, so first, Derek. Yeah. If someone makes a field goal that is 60 yards or further, I'm making it a four pointer. Put the four pointer out there on the board. Okay. They're not that often, mm-hmm. and I think it's it's really dicey to do. But I think it'd be somewhat interesting to be like, uh, the half is almost over. We're like at a 55 yard field goal. Go ahead and take like a delay of game here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's what I was gonna ask when it, when i when I saw this on the notes, like, is it from the spot or is it from the the line of scrimmage?
1: So it's going to be based off of where the kick is. So you have to be kicking from basically the the center of the midfield logo or further back. Um, but, the the only team that's really benefits is the Ravens because Justin Tucker is that good, uh-huh. but anything can happen with it. So I just want to be able to say, look, once we get past 50, it always gets sketchy. If you're going to make one that's past 60, give yourself a bonus point. Okay. Um, last one. And this is, probably big for all of my comeback people, but uh, I am removing the onside kick and replacing it with a fourth and 15. Uh, I'm doing this. I did see that typically a fourth and 15 has roughly an 11% conversion rate. So I still am not trying to say, Hey, we're making this happen all the time. Mm -hmm. But I think in general, I wouldn't start this until you get to the fourth quarter if you want to do a surprise onside kick, you still have to do a surprise onside kick. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to do a comeback and you just scored a touchdown or a field goal, you basically line up. Um, I believe it's at the 25 because usually you kick from the 30. Mm-hmm. And so you'd line up at the 25 going forward on a fourth and 15. Uh, you'd have to announce it beforehand. Okay. And my thought process is onside kicks are what? two or 3% conversion rate yeah. and very high likelihood of concussions. We're trying, we want to at least, you know, we we already got the grass fields out there. Let's go ahead and at least don't run 10 yards and smack into people. Like we, we've seen that enough. We'll go to a fourth and 15, see if you can convert it or not. Do you love it, hate it, or what do you think there, Derek?
0: Okay, so I'm not a big fan of of these. How how are we fixing fourth downs? I mean, I think I found a really good uh, hand field goal idea. Uh, I want four downs of play in um, all types of football. So anytime we can get more fourth down plays... Or more type of plays, um, the better. And okay, no matter how much I love special teams, uh, you know, you know, you guys are out there. I uh, George Georgeopolis, big fan, will always be big fan. uh, Go Bulldogs! But um, I really want football to be about um, the things that are done the most. So. Running an offensive play, uh, running a defensive play, and kicking field goals—stuff like that. An onside kick, like you said, has like a two or three percent conversion rate, uh, and it's it's a weird play that, if done perfectly, you know, works. But it's so rarely done perfectly because it's not the natural movement of what you practice week in and week out. So yeah, I, I think that this is a good idea. I uh yeah, I mean I, I think I think there's some details there to work out, but overall I think it's a good idea that uh we no longer do one side kicks.
1: Well that's all I've got here Derek. Uh I I'm pretty sure that the NFL wants me out. Uh Uh, Roger has found that I have been in his office, so uh, I'm going to run.
0: Hey, um, are those his M&M's? Why did you you steal his M&M's? That uh, comfy little seat that he had during the uh, COVID draft. Well, that being said, if you have any rule changes that you want, how you would change the NFL, go ahead and reach out to us on our Twitter, at BrodyTalk on Twitter. All of our uh, links are in our link tree, L-A-N-K-T-R dot slash Brody Talk. Um, So if you have the ability to leave us a review or five stars on your favorite podcasting platform, go ahead and do us a favor and do that. Um, It helps us out. It helps spread our reach. And if you're enjoying it, I bet a couple of your friends would enjoy it as well. So be a friend, tell a friend. Uh, So on behalf of Caleb, the mad genius of Brody Sports Talk, my name is Derek. Do me a favor and have a wonderful day.